Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 48. On today's episode, I want to talk about living with a capsule wardrobe. So it's the third episode in um, the like the living with uh, topic and theme. Uh, I did previously living out of one bag and and then I followed that up with um, living with no socks. So <laughs> really interesting topics. But um, yeah, this episode is going to be about living with a capsule wardrobe. So I'm gonna go into, basically the pros and cons and common questions that I get and, you know, what I foresee for myself in the future. Will I continue to live with a capsule wardrobe? Or, and and I don't really know if capsule wardrobe is the right term because I, I, I would think that it does uh, work for what I actually have, but I feel like I have not really enough articles of clothing to actually constitute a capsule wardrobe. So, um, forgive me if I'm using that term incorrectly, but let's actually just go with living with a extremely pared back wardrobe (laughs) for the sake of this episode. But before I get into that, I, um, I just have some thoughts that I wanted to share. I'm lucky right now to be by the coast. And this morning was was a, a really beautiful sunrise. And I got out on the beach and I took a bit of a walk. And as usual, on the coast where I'm at, the wind is pretty strong. And I, I noticed just the basic activities of birds. And it just kind of resonated with me in some, you know, metaphorical way. But I saw a bird fly in a completely opposite direction initially so that it can go in a completely different direction. Um, And I suppose what resonated with me with seeing this is is just the concept that sometimes you need to fly directly into the face of a really fierce and strong wind in order to go to the direction that you want to go like this bird it i mean i don't know maybe i'm just personifying it i guess <laughs> but it seemed like it was struggling so hard to fly initially into the wind, but in the end, it quickly pivoted, you know, turned on a dime, basically, and was able to fly effortlessly in the opposite direction with the wind. So it just kind of stuck with me. It's interesting. And if you think about it, especially with everything that's going on right now, you know, there's there's some, some wisdom there. And I, I think there's so much that we can learn from nature. If we just stop and pay attention and look and 
and and just you know be present to listen and to learn from it you know that that there's a lot of challenges right now and and we need to face them as difficult as it might be as much as we would need to struggle just like the bird struggled to flap its wings so hard to to take off initially into the wind but that effort was paid off you know he eventually the bird was able to to fly very effortlessly and hopefully the same is true for us with whatever challenges that we're facing you know as uh, shared challenges or just unique challenges that each of us have so i was wanted to share that and hope that maybe i don't know maybe you're inspired by it cuz i am uh, i'm i'm always inspired by nature and it's just a really good reason for getting getting out and spending more time in nature because it's one it's just so relaxing and two you know if you if you're if you're open and you're listening you can learn from it okay so let's get into the topic living with a extremely pared back wardrobe so the first thing i want to talk about is why i do it and let me start by saying how i actually got into living with an extremely pared back wardrobe and where i am with it just now uh is roughly probably i'd say probably about 10 articles of clothing that i have just now it's it fluctuates i think i've been the lowest i ever was at was maybe like 6 or 7 articles but it's typically around 10 articles of clothing and it works really well for me and how i got there was really natural and organic uh so i've discussed this before but i initially paired back in a pretty big way because of a move to the united kingdom um 7 years ago and i really enjoyed it i loved it so it felt cathartic so i kept going with it and then one thing led to another and i was you know down to having all of my possessions fit into a bag and i ended up traveling quite a bit so that natural progression is what forced me to really embrace pairing back my wardrobe but what kicked it to the next level is when i got a remote job and i started traveling full time it is so much easier to have less clothing when you're traveling full time because they're so bulky they take up so much space and when i was traveling i was really scrutinizing how i was traveling and all of the things that i was carrying with me and just constantly questioning you know is this necessary do i need this you know and am i am i really getting as much out of this as i can and and eventually that's what got me to where i am right now with approximately 10 articles of clothing at any one time so that's how i got there so let's continue with why i'm maintaining it and why i'm con- constantly doing it and living like that well it gives me sort of clarity of mind there's less decisions every day 
you know, when you have less stuff, uh, you end up not having that, like, analysis paralysis, or paralysis by analysis, whatever the, <laughs> the phrase is, because you have less options. And I, I'm a firm believer that options are overrated. I know it's one of the business models of Trader Joe's, if you're not familiar with that, that, uh, company. It's a grocery store that, that has less options, but the options they have are really quality. And there's a, um, psychological term for it. And I don't know exactly what it is, but you end up really feeling better about the decisions that you make when you have less options. So that is what it comes down to for me is one of the biggest benefits. And with that idea of having less but having quality things, I do the same with my wardrobe. And quality to me is comfort, is fit, is durability. So as such, I'm always wearing something that I really love and that feels comfortable. And that's another huge benefit. I mean, why would you want to be uncomfortable? Another big reason as to why this works for me and why I continue to do it is because I really don't care about fashion. I don't care about style. I don't care about clothes. They're sort of just like a necessary thing for me. You know, obviously you can't just be walking around naked and I would be more uncomfortable going around public naked, obviously, than, than being clothed. So, (laughs) so I obviously, um, there's a huge uh, purpose for clothing. Um, I love being clothed. Uh, I just don't care about clothes as, as much in, in regards to fashion. I, I would rather be judged by my character and not by how I appear and, and how I look based on the clothes that I have or, or anything like that based on any possessions. So yeah, I really just don't care. It's, um, I mean, fashion, that industry, this is a whole different topic, but it's such a pernicious uh, uh, industry right now. Uh, it has major negative impacts on, on climate. Uh, it's very unsustainable, like fast fashion in particular. So yeah, it's just, it's something that's distasteful to me. And I would prefer to just keep it at arm's length. And this is sort of a way for me to do it. It's, it's also unconventional and weird, and I've talked about that before. I embrace unconventional and weird. I love it. I feel good. I've always, as, as long as I can remember, when I was a kid even, I, I just, I, I felt more myself when I was unconventional and doing things differently, doing things uh, in a weird way. <laughs> so that's another... That's another underlying reason as to why I do um, the extremely pared back wardrobe. Okay, so let's let's change up now and stop talking about why I do it, and let's talk about what sucks about it. You know, what are the things that are challenges? The big one for me is uh, dates. So I'm I'm a single guy, and from time to time. Not so much recently because of the pandemic. It just kind of puts a damper on meeting people. Um, but when I 
when I do go on dates, you know, the first one's fine, <laughs> but then the follow-up ones, you know, uh, until, until the person really gets to know you and, and the fact that I have such a unconventionally small wardrobe, it could be strange if you're showing up every date with the same clothes. Um, and I, the, the amount of clothes that I have with my wardrobe, I can basically go on two, maybe three dates where I look like I'm wearing different stuff. Um, but yeah, that kind of runs out pretty quickly. And as much as I don't care what other people think about me, it does weigh on my mind only when I'm on dates for some reason. So I don't know, maybe it's something that I need to, to work on and, um, and consider, you know, what's the underlying reason as to why, uh, I'm putting that much pressure on myself when it comes to dates, when I don't do that for anything else, when it comes with friends and family, I don't really, you know, I don't really mind, but when it comes to dates, um, yeah, it's on, it's in the back of my head. So another reason why it's, uh, it kind of sucks, another challenge, is laundry. It's, uh, I've covered this in other, uh, another episode in, in a lot of detail. And I actually kind of like laundry in, in washing things by hand. But, um, yeah, the, the repetition and the frequency of washing things, it, uh, it can sometimes get challenging and difficult. And also, you know, when you have less stuff, if, especially during the summer months, or when, whenever, whenever it's hot, you go through clothes faster, because obviously you're, you know, you're sweating, and you're unfortunately smelling a little bit more often than, than in the cooler months. So there'll be times when certain articles of clothing are just not available for me, and I need to clean them. And the way I'm living, um, and previously, before the pandemic, I was staying in Airbnbs. Uh, so changing up the place that I was living in, uh, it, like every month or so. And some places, some places would have a washing machine. Some places, most places wouldn't. And I would be hand washing. And there was even some times where I would go a length of, uh, of time when I, I didn't even have access to, like, my own place, and I would need to just find clever and creative ways to clean my clothes, so that can be challenging, it's like a problem, like a puzzle you need to solve, but it's like every day, <laughs> and then it, it really, the drying part would always be the most difficult thing. Like, you get it clean, and all you want to do is, is wear that article of clothing, but you can't. You need to wait until, until it's dry, obviously. So, it's difficult, but it's a challenge that's, that's worth the effort. Okay, so some other things that are challenges with having an extremely pared-back wardrobe fall into the same category of you know, having one of the articles of clothing sort of out of commission. So when it rains, for example, like I don't have rain gear at this, at, at this point. 
Um, it is something that I'm always looking for. And I get my clothes from thrift stores, secondhand stores, and charity shops. So I'm always looking for, like, either, I don't know, a poncho or a rain jacket. So that I can actually wear that instead of possibly getting my uh, my clothes wet and then out of commission. And then needing to dry and wait for them. Because there would be a time, potentially, where one shirt is is dirty... And then another shirt, I get caught in the rain. And then all of a sudden, I'm down to just one shirt. Because currently, I only have three shirts. So, yeah. It's... <laughs> you kind of... When... It's like the perfect storm. When all of these things happen at once. And then all of a sudden, you you have a very small fraction of the already extremely pared-back wardrobe that you have. Um, and that's basically it. The only other thing I can think of is, like, certain events, maybe, um, like, hiking or um, things like that, where you need sometimes really unique, specific types of clothing or footwear. Um, I, I'm never really, like, I really do love being out in nature and hiking. And with the shoes that I, that I have... Um, I've never had, I've never felt like I was unprepared for the hikes that I'm doing because I'm, I'm just not, you know, I'm not going all out and trying to scale mountains or anything. I'm just trying to do a leisurely hike and be in nature. So it's never been that big of an issue, but from time to time it does come up. All right. So the last um, subtopic, I guess we can call it, that I'm going to cover is some common questions. Again, laundry comes up a lot. And like I said, I have a whole different, uh, separate episode on that. Um, I think it's called cathartic chores. So if you're interested in that, check that episode out. But yeah, people ask me all the time about laundry and it's just, um, you need to be logistic, logistical and strategic about it. Uh, and it takes time. I do it by hand. And to summarize, I find that it's a much better process. It's, um, in that episode, I talk about how it's sustainable as well. So definitely check that out. Other people also ask me, do I get bored? And so, like, I guess the, the point there is, do I get bored of wearing the same thing all the time? And the quick answer is no. And the reason why it's, it's, I, that I don't get bored with it is because I don't care about clothes, like I said earlier. You know, I, I find excitement and I fight boredom by doing things, having experiences, by learning things, you know, by, by going and taking a sunrise walk on the beach like I did this morning. We're getting out in nature and, and observing, you know, the, the way birds are <laughs> reacting to the environment and then learning from that. I don't derive this pleasure and, and excitement from clothing and possessions. I mean, I get it. Like, I do get that feeling when I do buy something new. I, you know, it's, it's exciting, but it's always so short-lived. Like, I, I'm still talking about this, this bird. <laughs> and that was something, that was an experience when I was in nature. And it's really sticking with me. 
But the last time I bought a shirt, I don't know, within a couple minutes, I'm over it. Because it's just a shirt. It, it doesn't matter. So, no, I don't get bored. I don't get bored because I have a, an extremely pared-back wardrobe. Another question that comes up a lot is, do I... I, that, that people say, oh, you must get stuck a lot of times when certain events come up. So I think what they have in mind is, uh, like fancy events or like a nice dinner or, um, like business meetings or weddings, things like that, where you need specific types of clothing. And yeah, those things come up. They do. But the reality of it is it doesn't come up often at all. I would say maybe like 1% of the times that I'm, I'm, you know, wearing clothes, 1% of that is uh, an occasion where I need a specific thing. What I've done in the past is I've just rented what I needed. Uh, and that, that's, for me, a good solution. Because, actually, for a lot of reasons. You know, not not wanting to have to weigh myself down by carrying and owning something that I only need 1% of the time. I'd much rather just rent it or borrow it or, or even, you know, buy it when I need it and then donate it back. But actually owning it and having it at all times, just in case something comes up, for me, that doesn't make any sense. So the answer is yes, that those things do come up. But just not that often. One of the last things that I get asked all the time is, what do you buy when you do buy clothes? And again, I had mentioned it before. I spend um, a lot of time in charity shops and thrift stores, secondhand secondhand stores, uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking for something that's quality, something that fits me well, something that's comfortable, something that's going to last. So I'm very picky. And you don't always get a whole ton of great options in secondhand stores. So relatively speaking, I I actually spend a good amount of time in, in thrift stores trying to find um, a replacement when I do need a replacement of, of, say, like a shirt or pants. Um, sometimes I get lucky, and as soon as I, as I need to find a replacement, I go to a, a charity shop and I find one. Um, other times it takes me a while. So when I, when I foresee the, um, like, a particular article of clothing wearing out and needing to be replaced, I start going um, to the stores, the the secondhand stores more often and more regularly because I know it's going to take a little bit of time for me to find something that I want to own and and uh, bring into my wardrobe. So that that's actually a challenge. I would say that's definitely a challenge for sure. You know, I, I, I don't enjoy shopping and, and being in clothing stores. Um, so it's kind of it's draining, but uh, it's really important to me to get something that's not new, 
something that's going to be durable, and something that's comfortable. Those are, they're all really important to me. So that's it. The last thing I have is just if I'm going to continue to do this. And yes, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. I cannot foresee any other way of living, really. It's, um, it's, it's really, it suits me. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I get a feeling of lightness with having an extremely pared-back wardrobe. Like I said before, I have clarity of mind. For all of those reasons, I'm certainly and absolutely, without a doubt, sticking with this extremely pared-back wardrobe. So I hope you found this interesting. As always, keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.